You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus now. We're talking some recruiting, Nate, and um, doing the in-state tour a little bit earlier this year. Used to always wait until after signing day got over, but um, instead of kind of loading it all up into about two weeks, we're just taking it nice and easy. We're going out once a week, uh, three or four schools every Friday, and, and we've had a chance now for three straight weeks um, and we'll be out again this week uh, for four, our fourth week in a row, um, just making the rounds. And um, y- you look at just the talent in the state. There's no doubt. I mean, I, I think the talent level in some certain spots um, are, are better. I mean, you're, you're seeing guys getting offers way, way earlier. And, and we've seen that with a number of even 2022 kids around the state already. Yeah, not only not only are kids getting offers earlier, but the types of teams that are coming into Nebraska, I think that whole dynamic has changed quite a bit, I think. Um, you know, it's not just the bordering state schools anymore. It, there's there's a lot of a lot of you know, a lot of teams that are flying in uh, to check out players and I think it speaks to the overall talent level in the state. I think that's really gone up. I mean, uh, and I was just kind of looking at this uh, the other day. When you look back just over the last few years, uh, the recent history, um, you know, Cameron Jurgens wasn't a Rivals 250 guy, but you probably you can make a case that he probably deserved to be in the Rivals 250. He was a high four star, <clears throat> but then you've got Nick Henrich was a Rivals 250 guy the next year, um, and then you had Xavier Betts, top 100 guy. Um, and, and then in 2021, you've got Teddy Prohaska and Avante Dickerson, you know, Prohaska is a top 100 guy, Dickerson's top 250 guy. And then in the 2022 class, I think you got a couple guys that early on, um, you know, at least you know, meet that profile or are going to be high profile. Devin Jackson. Yeah. Devin Jackson. And then Deshaun Woods. I mean, those two guys between those two alone. Um, I mean, the thing you could end up making a case that they're going to be really high four star type of guys, maybe two fifty or, or top 100 types, types of players. So, um, you know, each year it seems to be their Nebraska or the in-state talent is, is kind of creeping up or at least, uh, the high end guys are are pretty impressive players, and that used to we'd talk to previous Nebraska staffs, and that we'd always talk about in state stuff with them, and they'd say, "Why can't there just be a no brainer?" Yep. Yep. And 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 finally, we're seeing it. I mean, there's there's at least two to three no brainers almost every year that this state has produced. Now, this past year, they just got one in state guy. They obviously recruited Xavier Watts, um, but they were only they only offered one. But they kind of backdoored into Isaac Gifford, yep. and they figured out a way to make it work with Ty Han. I mean, those are guys that you could make a case twenty years ago. Tom Osborne would have offered both those guys true scholarships. So Nebraska had to get creative to get Isaac Gifford and Ty Han. Yeah, and to their credit, I mean, they they found a way to make it make it work and and sell that. Um, you know, the, to the, the opportunity to those two players, and, and they are really good players. So, um, you know, I, I think that was that was wise of them to do um, and, and will probably pay off in the long run. But you're right. I mean, I, I remember um, working on some of those staffs and being in recruiting meetings where it was like, it's like, man, can't the state just have a guy that that is? You turn on the no film, arguments. Yeah, you turn on the film, and and everyone's like, yep, <laughs> we'll, we'll take him, and we'll take him now, um, or we we will offer him as a sophomore or whatever. You know, it, um, it used to be, you know, there was you would uh, have some some coaches on the staff who were on the fence with a couple players that would hold up the whole entire recruiting process, and that was, I mean, you could go all the way back to, uh, you know. 
going all the way back to probably Frank Solich's final couple final years there. Uh, I mean, there was a hand, a lot of players that I think were were just kind of fringe guys. They weren't those no brainer types, but um, you know, like we've seen for for 2020 and and here just recently, you know, 2021 and and now the 2022 class. I, I think from what we've seen early on in the in state tour, there's some some high end guys that that are you know very much no brainers. Yeah, you, you look. Um, and by the way, the the updated rankings, Nate, and I know that we spent a lot of time talking yeah. about 2021 rankings, but they are now posted um, on Rivals.com this week for um, the initially ranked uh, 2021s. Teddy Prochaska remains uh, number 57 in the Rivals 100. Avante Dickerson's 195 in the 250, both four stars. A.J. Rollins from Creighton Prep is a 5.63 star. Nebraska has offered as well as Missouri, uh, Central Florida, and uh, missing Iowa State maybe. Or who's who's his fourth offer? I mean, Missouri, uh, Missouri, Nebraska, Central Florida, and there's one other offer he has. Iowa or not Iowa? Um, Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State. And then um, Keegan Johnson is is now a high three star at five point seven. Thoughts on those early rankings? Uh, yeah, I mean it sounds about right. I, I think that um, you know I, I think that especially when you're looking at um, you know Prohaska and and, and Dickerson. Um, I mean. I think those guys match up really well uh, with with their rankings, and then um, you know the the jury's still out or the door is open. I think for for a lot of movement between Keegan Johnson and and AJ Rollins. I think uh, Rollins is. I mean, he's all potential in my opinion. I mean, uh, this is a guy that that you could see a ton of movement from uh, from a five six all the way up to who knows what. But um, and then Keegan Johnson, I, you know, I think that he's somebody that. Um, as as a five seven, I mean you're you're really really close. You're you're knocking on that door to be a four star guy. So um, and with the with the uh, with the way the development that he's shown from his sophomore to junior season, if he continues to develop at that rate from junior to senior season, um, you know I, I think there's a legitimate chance that he could become a four star down the road. And this is something that we were asked a lot of questions about. Why aren't we ranking? Or first of all, Nate and I don't actually make the rankings. I mean, Nate gives his input. I might give my input on a guy or two I've seen. Uh, but Nate does not actually put the stars on these guys on Rivals.com. But why were the 21s not ranked earlier? Um, and, you know, the timeline's actually sped up. It used to be 21s didn't even start the ranking process until after February. Well, and, and, and honestly, just within the last three or four years, it used to be the 2021s didn't get ranked until – before, April May yeah until yeah until the, like the the May June uh updated rankings so I mean it, it it continually gets sped up and and um you know and part of that's our own market I mean our own business um you know other other competitors you know they're they're ranking guys earlier and so you kind of you know you're you're forced to maybe go a little faster than what you want to go but um I guess it kind of is what it is yeah and you know if you weren't, if you didn't have any Power Five offers by December first, uh, you you didn't, you know, those guys didn't make the initial December positional rankings, and then the next set of rankings was this week in February, um, and and that's where Keegan Johnson just got his rating. His offers didn't come in until uh, December fifth, December sixth. Yeah, that first or second week in December is when they the floodgates kind of started to open. 
And, you know, I, I know for some of these kids, they see all these teams going over to, say, Council Bluffs to see Fedoni right now. Uh, but I'm telling you, Jim Harbaugh is not going to – you know, you, you look at some of these guys, they're good players. Uh, A.J. Rollins, Keegan Johnson, et cetera. But they're regional targets, in my opinion, where uh, Prohaska is a national target. Uh, Dickerson right now is a national target. Fedoni is a national target. And that's why you're seeing the traffic coming into, say, Council Bluffs, our west side right now, because of – the offers these guys have, it has nothing to do with our star rankings. And I, I think some people have a hard time understanding that when, and we spent a lot of time arguing that on the phone this week. Yeah. It, you know, look, the, the bottom line is that with the, <clears throat> if you've got a handful of offers at this stage in the game, um, you know, schools know about it. Schools are aware of it. Um, regardless of whether you're, you know, ranked a five star, or if you don't have a ranking yet, um, and and I don't believe that any of these guys have missed out on uh, offers because they didn't have a ranking until you know the week before the February signing date uh, as a junior, um, and and I think that the same schools that are coming through uh, Omaha and, and and Council Bluffs or whatever right now are, are going to be the same schools plus some in, in April and May once the spring evaluation period starts up. So, um, you know, I, it, I don't, I don't see, I don't see how we're not completely dictating the, the amount of traffic or the amount of offers that, that these players get right now. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk more about what Nebraska is doing here over this final stretch run of recruiting. That's next here listening to the Husker Online Show.